talks about sheeps and wolves. Let's watch the message. Hi, my name is Tamara Weberdink and I will be reading your scriptures for today. We start with Isaiah 46, 9 through 10. Remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. Only I can tell you the future, before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. Matthew 10, 16 through 18. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogues. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. Matthew 28, 18-20 Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Thank you, have a great day. Hey Grace242, Pastor Bill here. I'm excited to record today wearing my new shirt that was a gift to me from my family for my birthday this past week. This shirt is a new flannel, free, free swinging flannel from Duluth Trading Company. This sermon sponsored by Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> no, no, excited to be with you all today. Well, the Simpson family at one point took a trip to Storytown Village as a way of doing something that their youngest child, Maggie, would enjoy. And on their trip to Storytown Village, the Simpsons meet the cutest of little sheep. Let's watch. Where are we going? We're going to Storytown Village, Grandpa. It's an amusement park for babies. Oh, just leave me in the car with the window open a crack. That's the plan. I think it's nice we're doing something Maggie will enjoy for once. Besides, I'm sure Storytown Village is also fun for everyone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Out of the way, you! <laughs> I love that part. I show you that clip because today we're talking about sheep. Sheep who are intentionally sent out of the fold into the presence of wolves. Today we're talking about sheep who say, bah! into the face of danger. But why would the shepherd even do this in the first place? Why would the shepherd send a cute little lamb into the presence of wolves? To answer that question, we first have to see the care of the shepherd for his sheep. Let's look at Isaiah 46, verses 9 and 10. We'll begin with verse 9. Remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God, and there is none like me. Isaiah 46, verses 9 and 10 establish a tried and two pattern for believers. We look backward to see how God has cared for us in the past. We look backward to see how God, our shepherd, sovereignly has cared for us. Now look at verse 10. God says, only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass, for I do whatever I wish. We look backward and we look forward. He's the God who shepherded our past and he's the God who shepherds our future. We look backward to see God's sovereign care for us in the past and we look forward to see God's sovereign care for us into the future. 
We look to the future knowing that He will shepherd us and everything He plans will come to pass. When we look backward, we see how God shepherded Grace 242 during all the upheaval of 2020. And now as we look forward to 2021, we trust in God's shepherding as we do His mission of reproducing disciples of Jesus. If 2020 was largely about responding to the challenges, then 2021 is about pursuing the mission of making disciples. And in many ways, I think that God was not only sovereignly caring for us in 2020, He is sovereignly positioning us to do His mission in 2021. He was shepherding us in 2020, and in His shepherding, He positions us perfectly to do His mission in 2021. Look with me at Matthew 10, verses 16 to 18. Jesus is sending out His own disciples to do the mission. Jesus has reproduced His own life in the lives of these 12 men that He surrounded Himself with. And now Jesus is sending out these 12 men to go find other people for the 12 men to reproduce their lives of following Jesus in the lives of whomever they surround themselves with. It's gone from one man, Jesus, to 12 men, and these 12 men will go and reproduce their lives in others. Let's look at what Jesus says to his followers in verses 16 to 18 of Matthew chapter 10. Jesus says, Look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves, so be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. But beware, for you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogues. You will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will be your opportunity to tell the rulers and other unbelievers about me. Jesus knew the environment he was sending his disciples into was a hostile one. The image that Jesus uses is this image of prey and predator. That the disciples are prey, they are sheep in a world of predators or authorities who will stand against them in the gospel of Jesus Christ. They are prey in a world of predators like this. D.A. Carson says it this way, he says, Jesus pictured his disciples, defenseless in themselves, located in a dangerous environment. This is where he himself was sending them. The shepherd in this metaphor sends his sheep into the wolf pack. Jesus warns his disciples that the environment that he is sending them into stands against them. The disciples will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogues. They will stand trial before governors and kings because you are my followers. Jesus is telling his disciples to expect hostility. Here's what I find fascinating about Jesus sending his disciples into a hostile environment. Jesus, as the author of the past, as the author of the present, and as the author of the future, knew his mission would work in all circumstances, in all times, even in the hostile ones. He knew that the mission of reproducing the life of following Jesus in the life of someone else would work under hostile conditions. He knew that though his disciples would be handed over to the courts, though they would be flogged with whips, though they would stand trial before governors and kings, none of these things could stop them from the mission of reproducing their lives of following Jesus in the lives of others. He knew that his mission would work at all times, in all of history, even in the hostile times. Look no further than the Apostle Paul, who proved Jesus' very point. Look at 2 Corinthians 4, verses 8 to 10, and then we'll also read 4, verses 13 to 15. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. 
We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. But we continue to preach because we have the same kind of faith the psalmist had when he said, I believed in God, so I spoke. We know that God, who raised the Lord Jesus, will also raise us with Jesus and present us to himself together with you. All of this is for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. Despite all the hostility that Paul faced, verse 15 says that more and more people were reached with the gospel and grace of Jesus Christ. Through all the imprisonments, all the beatings, all the shipwrecks, all the arrests, none of these stopped the mission. Paul still multiplied followers of Jesus even amidst all of the hostility. Jesus knew he was sending his disciples into hostility. Jesus knew that many of the disciples would end up martyred for their faith. Yet he knew at the same time that this hostility could not stop the mission of reproducing a life of following Jesus in another. I've been hammering into your heads this series that God is the sovereign author of the past, the sovereign author of the present, and the sovereign author of the future. And I've been saying over and over again that he needs no sports almanac because he wrote the sports almanac. Everything he plans comes to pass. Jesus sends out his followers to do the mission, knowing it would work in all circumstances, even under hostility. And if that was the case then, it would remain the case into the future until he comes back someday. He knew his mission of reproduced lives would work for his 12 disciples, and he knew his mission of reproduced lives would work under all of the opposition Paul faced. He knew that Rome's hand would only get heavier and heavier. During Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem where the people were waving palm branches and shouting, Hosanna, the Bible says that as he approached the city, Jesus began to weep over the city. He wept knowing that Rome would eventually destroy the city in a massive crackdown on the Jews. And this prophecy of Jesus came true in 70 AD when Emperor Titus invaded the city and the Roman troops burned the temple to the ground. Jesus knew that persecution would only continue to get worse for his people. Yet it would not stop the mission of reproducing lives of following Jesus in the life of others. As the one who knows the future, Jesus sends us into a mission that works under all circumstances throughout history, even in the hostile circumstances. I think of Dietrich Bonhoeffer reproducing his life of following Jesus in the lives of his seminary students all under the nose of Nazi Germany. When the Third Reich rose to power, Bonhoeffer was instrumental in starting an underground seminary in the town of Frankenwalde. They repurposed a mansion to be used as the seminary facilities, and there Bonhoeffer lived in this small, tight-knit Christian community with these seminary students, where he would pour his own life of following Jesus into the lives of his students. All this under the tyranny of Hitler. It's taking me forever because it's long and depressing, but I've been listening to Alexander Solzhenitsyn's book, The Gulag Archipelago, which is a collection of Solzhenitsyn's experiences from 1958 to 1968, living under the terror of communist Russia. 
Communist Russia did all it could to stamp out Christianity. They slaughtered people in unimaginably disgusting ways to the tune of 60 million lives snuffed out. Solzhenitsyn, a communist himself who had served in the Red Army, was sentenced to prison for criticizing Stalin. While imprisoned, Alexander became a Christ follower. And God would later use Alexander to tell the world that the atrocities in Russia happened because, quote, men have forgotten God. Jesus knew that his mission of reproducing lives of following Jesus would work even under communist Russia. Jesus, as the author of the future, foresaw Jiating churches in 21st century China. Jiating is a Chinese word that means house church. Jesus knew that Christians in communist China would be forced underground and would therefore create Jiating churches where they could gather in homes. Jesus knew that despite China's hostility to Christianity, the mission of reproduced lives of following Jesus would not be thwarted. In fact, the multiplication of disciples is absolutely exploding in China right now. In 2010, the estimated number of Christians in China was between 30 and 67 million people. In 2019, so this is two years old already, in 2019, the number was estimated to be over 100 million. Jesus knew that his mission of reproducing lives of following Jesus in the lives of others wouldn't just work, it would actually explode under communist China. Jesus knew his mission would work when he sent his disciples out into the hostile culture. And he knew his mission would work in 70 AD when Rome would sack the city. He knew his mission would work in communist Russia. He knew his mission would work in Nazi Germany. He knew his mission would work in communist China. And he knew his mission would work in 2021 in the United States. Like I told you in our Advent series, when I look at the evidence of where our country is going and where the public discourse is going, I am not an optimist. When I look at the evidence of what's happening in our culture, I only see hostility increasing, especially toward Christians. I think things are going to get a lot worse for Christians before they get better. Now, based off of that assessment, 2021 might look like a lost cause for Christianity. It'd be easier for us to look at the evidence and say, things are getting worse, let's just take the L and go home and just kind of hunker down and keep to ourselves. Put yourself in the shoes of the disciples for a second. You hear Jesus say, I am sending you like sheep among wolves. Now what's your impulse when you hear that? I think the impulse might have been to question Jesus. Jesus, why are you sending us out like prey, like fodder for these predators? You're supposed to be the good shepherd who protects his sheep. Why are you sending us out to be eaten by wolves? I think it would have been easy to doubt the mission when you hear Jesus say that. I think it would be tempting to say, if we're going to go through all this trouble appearing before courts and getting beaten, then why would I want to do this mission anyway? I think hearing Jesus say, you'll be sheep among wolves, would have prompted many of us to say, if that's the case, then I'm out. What's your attitude in 2021? I want you to read Matthew chapter 10, verses 16a. And I want you to reread it, inserting your own name after the word look. So if I were doing this for myself, I would read it as, Look, Bill, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves. Put your name after the word look. Now I want you to ask yourself what your response is to Jesus saying this. 
Do you trust the author of the future to care for you despite all of the hostility that he sends you into? When you look backward, he shepherded you thus far. Are you going to trust him to continue to shepherd you into the future? Will you do the mission or will you do your own thing? Will you take a risk or are you going to stay comfortable? Is the mission of replicating your life of following Jesus in the life of someone else fulfilling? Or are you going to continue placating yourself or amusing yourself with your own agenda? Do you trust the author of the future when he sends you into a world of wolves? When the shepherd opens the fold gate and says, go out, will you be obedient to him? Or will you ignore the shepherd to stay safe, warm, and comfortable and ineffective inside of the fold? Will you bah in the face of danger that Jesus sends you into? Or will you bah in protest to the shepherd who is telling you to leave the fold? In the next message of this series, we're going to see how what might be perceived as the greatest challenge to the mission in 2021 might actually be the greatest opportunity to the mission of making and multiplying disciples of Jesus. See you next time, Grace242. I love you.